What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Film Code. My name is Phoenix Clowder, and I'm so happy to have Welcome back. I think he's officially a part of Film Code now. Zach Sneed. Zach, how are you, sir? Hey, doing pretty good, man. Uh, really excited to be here. Really excited to talk about House of Gucci. Um, there's a lot of things I want to talk about with this movie, so just happy to be here. So happy to have you, Zach. And also joining us this morning, fresh out of out of bed, I guess. <laughs> Brandon, how are you, sir? And I'm good, Phoenix. It is good to be back. Uh, like you mentioned, yeah, it, I, we, I guess we just really didn't talk about it at the town hall meeting this, uh, earlier this week. Zach, welcome to Film Code as one of our co-hosts, buddy. It's good to have you on, man. Um, yeah, um, what was I saying? Yeah, House of Gucci, man. This movie <laughs> is going to be exciting to talk about. So, yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be talking more movies. How are you, Phoenix? Excellent, excellent. So we are, of course, talking House of Gucci, uh, one of two Ridley Scott films that dropped this year, uh, starring Adam Driver, Lady Gaga, Jared Leto, Jeremy Irons, Al Pacino, one heck of a stacked lineup, uh, coming in at a massive two hours and 37 minute runtime. Uh, uh, let's get into it. So uh the 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 runtime for this movie came out a bit before it dropped and that was a pretty daunting uh <laughs> thing to see but uh what were your thoughts going into house of gucci going into this film i think i've seen i i can't ever yeah i know i did watch i saw the one trailer and that was it um i, I think i've seen it i saw it like three or four times so i didn't really pay much attention to what was going on in this film until I sat down and watched the movie. I didn't even know what the runtime was until I sat down and watched the movie. Uh, Cause so I was like, I was talking with Zach. I'm like, Hey, let's go see House of Gucci. He's like, yeah, I'm in. And then, and then I see on the top of my screen, it's like two hour 43. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, I mean, to be fair, the, I, I feel like the runtime did move along. So I was honestly invested in, I enjoyed this film. Um, yeah, there's a few gripes that I have. Yeah, I may not, may or may not be based. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's based on true story. May or may not like have like every single detail in truth, if that makes sense. But like, there's enough there that they can go based off of. So I was thoroughly invested. Um, Jared Leto as Paolo stole this movie, man. Um, I'll get into that when we get into spoilers. But uh, so we we, we got to talk about that chocolate gelatin. <laughs> so um, yeah. Um, non-spoiler, that's all I have to say on this. There's so much I have to talk about in spoilers, though. Zach, what were your thoughts uh, going into House of Gucci? Uh, honestly, I was really, really excited to go into House of Gucci, and for me, personally, it didn't disappoint. Um, I am a huge high-end fashion fan, so um, I grew up reading some GQ magazine, stuff like that, so um, that was just kind of stuff I grew up reading, so I love high-end fashion. I love that there's a movie about the brand Gucci. Um, I didn't know the history behind it, so that was fascinating to me going into it. Um, the the cast is stacked. I mean, I, I love Lady Gaga. I love Adam Driver. So going into it, I was super pumped. I wasn't disappointed with this movie, and I really loved um, the majority of this movie. All right. I uh I too was very pumped about this cast. I mean, this cast is ridiculous. Uh Adam Driver, in my opinion, can do anything. Even if it doesn't work out, 
the dude is so good it just it it doesn't matter like he can be the best part of the worst movie ever he's that good um, or as a skywalker yeah exactly you know what i'm saying lady gaga i think is tremendous and i I can't wait to see more from her just in, impressive as an actress uh al pacino come on man <laughs> al pacino is the goat he, he just can't he can't do wrong um and and that's where all of my praises end for this movie <laughs> um yeah this is this is a, a this is a lot of a film uh and i appreciate where zach's coming from as a as a, a high-end fashion guy i could definitely see the intrigue and you know what i'm saying just learning this backstory of the gucci family and how they built this brand sounds very very exciting very intriguing and i wish there was more of that unfortunately this this movie doesn't really give us that and it gives us something totally different that is underwhelming to say the least in my opinion <laughs> so uh, we got pretty much our, our our general ideas out of the way so why don't we go ahead and break the seal and talk spoilers brandon you seem very antsy <laughs> why don't you kick us off you know when I when I sat down and watched this film, like I did not expect much out of it. Um, I saw a few like early reviews going in. I saw yours and Nick. No, I don't think Nick got to see it, but I saw yours, Nathan's like, I, I don't know. I don't know about this. And I sat down and watched it. I'm like, Phoenix is wrong. <laughs> because I what we got, like, I I I don't know how you were basing it like what you were basing off of, like, or why you gave it like did not like it as much but for me i just think the the acting the performance oh the acting performance go hand in hand but the performances the story being told um the way they were able to cut certain things together i think worked well and i was entertained the entire two hours and 40 something minutes and i really just i i just thoroughly enjoyed what was being explained to us even though it may or may not be true, like, because yeah, because they could still like defile some of like some of the events that happened and turn it into like a scene for a movie. But I was really invested, man. Um, the uh, the the story between like um, Mauricio uh, and Paolo, how they just absolutely screw him and his father over. That that's what was got that's what got me because I, I you could see like the the general progression of them just ruining his life because like you just saw the scene when he like when he like issues the cease and desist and he goes to confront them about it they don't care he's trying he's being polite with him he's like oh I I want to do right by you but even though he's trying to steal fifty percent of his take all fifty percent of his of his shareholdings so he can take hundred percent of it while Paolo's father's in prison so like I just think everything was explained well and I feel like as far as like double cro like crossing each other goes they did a damn good job there's a lot of films that like you can predict this stuff I didn't see this any of this coming because Mauricio is just shown to be like the protagonist the entire time and it turns out Paolo and his father are really, truly the, the protagonists of this. And, mm. and you just see the de-evolution of Mauricio as a person. Mm. So, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this film. 
Um, I'm gonna let someone else talk, so I'm not hogging all the screen time. So, uh, yeah, so I absolutely love this movie. I have to agree with Brandon on the progression of Maurizio's character, Adam Driver absolutely did a phenomenal job with this character i loved his performance uh playing Maurizio. i thought the progression was really great you see this you know kind of feeble guy very like even though he has a lot of money he's very humble and all of a sudden he goes to like this business shark like i i love that whole storyline that whole plot with him and you see the progression in that and you know at first it seems like Patricia is or Patricia is running the show and you're like, Oh, okay. She's the bad guy. Like she's the one, she's going to take everything from everyone. And then as the story keeps going, you find out it's like, Hey, maybe Maurizio is not so much of a pushover as he seems like he's actually a very smart guy and he's not just going to let someone take this from him. So I thought the progression is because he knew Patricia was only in it for the money after a while and once he figured that out now here he comes he's like actually no you're not going to do that and here's what you're going to do you're going to do whatever I tell you to do and it's not your name it's my name so I was like oh wow okay because I was not expecting him to I thought she was going to push him over the entire time um you know because the whole time in the beginning of the movie she's manipulating him and you know like just doing anything she can to make him say yes to her so i really love the progression of Maurizio's character um paolo i mean jared leto was 100 percent phenomenal i mean i loved his character the comic relief man in this movie was awesome there i i like I didn't realize I, there was like three or four lines I could probably remember from him. Um, where I'll I'll get into that in a bit, but overall as a character, he killed Paolo Gucci. Like he absolutely killed it. I love that performance. It was yeah. it was great. I was laughing throughout the entire movie. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you guys brought up some points that I have to cover. Okay, first off, like I said in the beginning. I have absolutely zero complaints about Adam Driver. Like zero. Like his performance is 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 to me the best part of this entire movie. He he kills it. Adam Driver can do no wrong. I have no complaints, none whatsoever about his performance. Um however, <laughs> the story progression like and this is this is probably my main gripe, okay? Like for it to be this long, the beginning of this movie where we're witnessing their, their relationship happens so quickly. Like it's ridiculously erratically paced. It's so, it's so quick. Like they meet, she stalks him. Like, you know, she's very aggressive in pursuing him. This causes a rift between him and his father that apparently goes on for years which we don't see you know what i'm saying and it's like in like two quick cuts and then it's over then they reunite then it's father's day you know what i'm saying okay like it in just, the defense uh-huh in the defense there was so much film there was so much that needed to get explained them meeting didn't need to be a focus point of the movie see this is where i disagree this is where i disagree 
because if we were going to get the the story of of Gucci, right? The story of this brand, the story of this family, right? Then you're right, 100, right? We we don't need, we can speed through that, but we we're not. That that relationship is the central point of this entire story, right? It it it, it is because that's that's where we keep going back to for the rest of this movie. So for them not to really build that relationship. It's just so fast paced and so quickly like thrown together, just the way that it's edited. I had no real connection to their relationship at all. And for that to be the central point of this story, I thought was just really poorly handled. Jared Leto <laughs> is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Get out of here. <laughs> it is the Get out Absolute of here worst thing i have ever seen it's it is the worst performance from jared leto in his entire career it is truly the worst it is so on the nose ridiculously like this is japan's version of italians <laughs> like this is super mario this is what this is this is this is Jared Leto's audition tape to be to be Mario. Like that's what this is. It is so bad, so on the nose, so ridiculous. And he is, you're right, the comedic relief because he's the only comedy in this movie. Like he's literally a joke. The whole character is a joke. Like so that's, that's the point. That's no, the point. He's supposed horrible. to be a joke. It's horrible. It, the depiction of it is horrible it's really just the worst thing ever it's the worst thing i've ever seen <laughs> and like the entire time he was in the movie i was just so annoyed and and could not believe that it was real it was just it was ridiculous it was it was it was cartoonish that's the word it was super cartoonish to the point where it's like if if everything else is supposed to be taken seriously then this character should not be here. <laughs> like that that's all. Like he literally he literally brings the entire film down. <laughs> he brings the entire film down. Right now, hang on, hang on a second. I, I need to say I need to say something about this. Marvel Marvel has done this throughout their entire uh, everything they've ever done. <laughs> is action, drama, and comedy. And the moment that someone tries to copy it, now it's like, oh, no. It's supposed I mean, to be serious. I'm like, wait a second. It's supposed, like, no, no, no. These it's are not the same. Be serious right now. These, we can't have any can't fun can't compare to these two things. Like, that was ridiculous. That's a ridiculous comparison. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, think about it, right? Superheroes are supposed to be serious figures but marvel not necessarily make them so no 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 marvel has managed to make them witty throughout the movie but then they try to come and do something similar it's like no this is a this serious is not movie. a super okay. this, this is a serious hold on it doesn't have to be a superhero <laughs> movie though that's what i'm saying this is a this is a true crime story this is this is what right? i'm saying though based on a a, a family <laughs> dynasty that has serious drama involved in it. Like literally baked into the premise is a serious drama. Okay, but Paolo's character. So is Eternals. <laughs> and Eternals is fantastic. 
Paolo's character is supposed to be stupid. He's supposed to be dumb. They literally call him an idiot. They literally call him an idiot first 10 minutes of the movie. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing that. I'm arguing the portrayal. The portrayal by Jared Leto is his Italian accent and the fact that he can keep a straight face while saying he was having dark thoughts about chocolate gelatin and not being able to sit for a week. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, come on, man. You try saying that with a straight face in your best Italian oh, accent. Exactly. Like it's I mean, just, come on. It's so bad. It's oh, ridiculously it so bad. I have to disagree. Like, like the only the only scene that I genuinely liked from him was when they they busted the, the raid at his uh fashion show and his wife is standing there still singing like as everyone at least that was the greatest <laughs> like that was hilarious and that was that really wasn't even him that was her like i thought it was i thought that was funny that was true the voice, the voice was getting close when i was trying to figure out what the f was going on <laughs> like like that that scene that was great that was great comedy in a in a serious drama when he him, screams and the horn goes like him him no like everything about that was just cartoonish and silly and rank and and amateurish it was a good like, scene transition it was a good scene transition what what was uh, of when when he when he went to scream but the horn covered him because it was transitioning scenes sure <laughs> you, you said that was cartoony. You said that was cartoony. Every, no, his performance is cartoony. Everything about that performance is cartoony, and every instance that he was involved in the film really just it it it, it made the film's tone uneven. It was just ridiculous. I'm sorry, this- Jared Leto. If you ever listen to this, I apologize. <laughs> I I thought it was a great performance, personally, Jared. <laughs> So, <laughs> Jared, listen, man, we'd love to have you on so we can talk about your other better performances. <laughs> Can't wait to see more of but no, this was this was terrible. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, though, I, I personally loved his performance. I, I, I thought he was hilarious, so I'm, uh, I'm gonna stick with that. I'll have to have to respectfully disagree with that. <laughs> Uh, how can you disagree with facts? But anyway, (laughs) 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 so let's, so let's move on. So, uh, other than we've been talking performances for a long time, I want to talk, I want to talk direction, right? Okay. So Ridley Scott, uh, amazing director, obviously has directed some of the most iconic films of all time had two films this year with uh, this and The Last Duel, which I think is exceptionally better. But uh, yeah, uh, two excellent films. Uh, Well, sorry, one excellent film this year and one very decent. Uh, So what direction-wise I want to ask stood out for you guys? Because I I know a lot of things that that stood out to me and we're probably going to be on opposite ends of the spectrum once again. So... (laughs) Brandon, what about the direction did you like? Direction of the film or direction of the director? <laughs> direction of the film. Direction okay. of the director will come. Okay, just, all right. <laughs> I, uh, as far as direction of the film, I mentioned earlier, I just liked seeing, like, just the downfall of the character of Mauricio Gucci, of just the person mm-hmm. he became eventually. Like, he, he, he married this woman 
after saying that he loved her and he will continue to love her. And then um, he meets, I forget her name, but at the at the snow slope, he meets her and starts cheating on um, Patricia with her. So it just, and then you just see him starting to continue to screw everyone out of their shares and their roles in Gucci. And then he he even just screws over his wife, man. He he like he gives he still gives him a place to live and all that because of his daughter, but he strips them of everything that they own as far as Gucci shares. And he just becomes a criminal empire. And I liked seeing that, not a criminal empire, but like an empire of like a fashion. So I liked seeing the continued downfall of it to the point where like he his like his spending is out of control. Even like his shareholders are like, yeah, bro, you got to step down. We're, we're going broke. Oh. So I just I like that direction of the film of just the complete downfall of Mauricio. Mm. What about you guys? <sighs> oh man! Keep in mind, we said a uh, direction that you liked, so you have to say something that you liked. Uh, direction that I liked. Uh, that it ended. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I I do I do agree with you there. Um, I think I think what it was interesting was, uh, especially if you saw the trailer, it was a very good swerve, right? We were all led to believe that Lady Gaia would sort of be the principal uh, driver of a lot of the, you know, saying mistrust and and you know, saying just the destruction of the of the brand of Gucci, and it turns out no, it was is actually Maurizio, you know, what I'm saying because that just level of greed and that level of psychopathy, you know, just to be like in control and you know what I'm saying? I thought that was a really unique uh, way of, of looking at his character. So that, that's where I'm going to stop about things I like. Because <laughs> after that, it's just things I don't. <laughs> Zach, what about you? Yeah, I, I really, I mean, I kind of agree with you guys, to be honest. I mean, I, I don't know how you could not like the progression of that character, the direction it went with the movie because it was like you're saying phoenix you if you see the trailers and i know not everyone here sees trailers but if you do see the trailers you are led to believe that lady gaga is the person who is the driving force throughout this entire movie and it's absolutely not mauricio is his own downfall in the end because he's he's screwing people left and right out of everything and in the end like he's killed for it i mean mm -hmm. you know so and everyone turns against him so uh we briefly touched on it but i i need to go back to it um so lady gaga who i think delivers a very good performance in most places but like when i walked out of this movie right i said there are three things that I really enjoyed. Adam Driver, Lady Gaga, and Al Pacino, right? Those are three things that I really enjoyed. And then there were three things that I really didn't enjoy, which was Jared Leto, uh, the overall editing and structure of the story, and also Lady Gaga. <laughs> like, so like at the same time, she's like something that I that I think there are moments where she's like really incredible, like showing off 
why she was considered a best actress, like nominated not less than like three years ago. Like you can definitely see that. And then there are other moments where she just becomes so hammy <laughs> and ridiculous and cheesy and like, it, it just, in the same breath that Jared Leto brings down this film, she does the same thing because it's like, like it just, it's just a bridge too far, like in certain places. Uh, I distinctly remember like two, two scenes in particular when um, Maurizio's driver or, or I don't know what he is, driver, lawyer, confidant, whatever. He like comes up to her and lets her know that, you know, they're getting a divorce or whatever. And just her, her reaction in that was just way over the top. It was just a little bit too much. And then when she confronts Maurizio outside of his apartment, you know, and she's got the mascara running and all of that, again, just a way bit too much. Just, it just slightly over the edge, just goes way too far. So I'm hold like- on, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Phoenix. Yes. Phoenix, buddy. Yes. So hold on. Yes. You, you mean to say, you mean to say that you wouldn't react the same if you were handed divorce papers by the driver of your husband, who is all the way on the opposite side of the freaking earth, <laughs> and then show up to, and then, and then get mad that she has mascara running down like she's been crying or something. No, I don't, I don't, I don't begrudge that. It's the actual like dialogue itself that I think it just really it just doesn't it doesn't work like it just doesn't work it's 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 way too and then on top of that with that accent which listen everyone's doing an Italian accent in this movie it's an Italian movie about an Italian family (laughs) but it's just it's so it's so bad okay like everyone's sort of doing like this hey look at me I'm an Italian you know what I'm saying like and it's like because they're Italian. But Italians don't talk like that, okay? Like, Italians yes, do not they talk do. like that. No, I'm no, Italian. No, Italians do not. And you do not sound like that. Like, okay? Like, I've, 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 I've been with Italians, okay? Like, they do not talk like that. You know, at least, like, you know what I'm saying? Not that egregious. Not that over the top. And you know what I'm saying? And then trying to do it while you're yelling, while, Wait, you're, while you're crying. It's just... These it's, are high-end fashion people. They're meant to be over the top. That's... Maybe they're maybe meant that's to be the over. They're meant to be eccentric and out there and wacky and over the top. Okay, I will See? grant you that. I will grant you that. But the dialogue didn't help, so that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will grant you that, but the dialogue did not help. So that's just me. <laughs> so I, I mean, when it comes to the things, I guess. I'm trying to think that I didn't like about this movie. Um, yeah, Phoenix, some of the editing, I'll have to agree with you, was a little confusing. Um, the New York trips, those those were, to me, I was like, okay, when when are we going back to right now? Like, is this after or before this? Like, is it? Right. And I, that that whole thing was super confusing. That that I wish they, they cleaned up a lot more. Um, that was really my biggest gripe about that movie because Brandon and I were in the theater. I'm literally talking. I'm like, hey, what is this? This is this is this time, right? This <laughs> timeline, right? Like, this is after he made that offer, right? Like, and then like they 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 like right after they end up taking it. 
because they go i think it was like the they go to his birthday right mm-hmm. the birthday scene with his uncle mm-hmm. and then they go back to new york or, or no he gets he gives them a ticket and then i believe they go to new york but then they, they don't go to new york until they show us that they go to new york yeah it was i forget i forget it's it's been i only saw this once and it, it's been like a little over what like a week and a half two weeks almost so I, it's a little blurry right now but i i just remember sitting in that part of the film and i mean i was talking to brand that entire time every time they went to new york i'm like okay when when is this happening because Brandon thought it was happening at a completely different time than when I was thinking it's happening. You were th- you were thinking that when they went to Al Pacino's character, when they went to his party in like the desert, you were like, "Oh, this is a time year, it's a whole year jump." Well, I can understand what you're saying because they just had a birthday party beforehand. That that was this big gathering with the rich people, but he had a family gathering again at in the desert. So that was the same year. No, that was see. This is what I'm saying. I don't. I don't think that was the same year. Had I, been. It was the same year because they didn't go to New York until Phoenix. after that happened. Yes. Well, I mean, do you know what we're talking about right now? No. And do you know why? Because the well, editing was terrible. <laughs> the editing was absolutely terrible in this movie. Okay. Like, listen. There's. There's some movies that do everything right, right? Editing, score, sound, music, just everything. And then there are other movies that maybe miss one or two, right? This is one of those movies. The editing is a complete miss, right? In terms of when things happen, before, after, whatever, complete miss. Like, it's very hard to keep track of. There's just not a lot holding it together. And again, this was my main gripe for it being so long of a movie. Like your editing's all over the place. Your story is about really about this couple and how their relationship breaks up this family. And yet we're not getting, we're not getting enough of the couple. We're not getting enough of this family history. We're not getting enough of this brand. It's just people making a lot of dumb decisions over and over and over and over and over again in this family, just making them all look kind of like idiotic. So to me, yeah, I'm like, there, there's some good stuff here. It's just everything else is, is really kind of. And the other thing that I found interesting is the way they introduce the actual brand Gucci, mm-hmm. you know, like the, I was expecting it to be more like a, hey, we're going to, we're going to like figure, like we're going to talk about the brand a lot, but it was there, the way that they entered it, I didn't like, because basically they go to New York and all of a sudden there's a Gucci store. It's like, okay, like, (laughs) wait a second. And then the comment they made was like the history of Gucci. They gave it in like one sentence. They were like, oh, well, my great, great so-and-so started it you know, way back when, and I think he said, was it for, I believe it was for caskets, if I, if yeah, I remember correctly. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and th- then that's how they got into the leather goods business, and, but they really didn't, it, the way it was introduced, I didn't really like, because it wasn't, I don't know, I, 
that you know what I mean? Like he didn't he didn't come out and say, oh, my uncle, uh, you know, owns Gucci. And maybe that's the case, like because he didn't seem very attached to the Gucci brand until later. But I don't know. It was just a weird introduction for me as far as the fashion brand itself goes. All right. Any other thoughts, Bernie? <laughs> I, I okay. As far as negative goes, yes, they could have done. I'll admit they could have done better telling the time scale of things. And also, I think they should have put the scene in of uh, Patricia getting arrested instead of just cutting it to her and the assassins in court. Yeah, yeah, but, that, um, that was interesting. Like, because the 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 murder itself, you would think, is something that we're building to the entire film. And mm-hmm. it's sort of done like that, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just like, rushed. It's super rushed. It's like she goes to them, you know what I'm saying? They 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 carry it out literally like in the next scene. And then shortly after that, we're back in we're back in court. You know what I'm saying? It's like one scene in between that, which is where she goes back to the house and kicks the other lady out. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then we're we're back in court. So it's just like like that's something that we're looking forward to pretty much the entire time if you know the true story of of, of this family. Um, so it was just weird that you know we it, it came so quickly, especially in a two hour and thirty seven minute film. Like you had plenty of time <laughs> to to you know what I'm saying really delve into that that series of that particular crime. So I just thought it was weird weird decisions uh on this part on this film's part i do want to ask since we're here uh ridley scott like i said earlier had two films this year uh the other one being the last duel with uh matt damon ben affleck jody comer and also adam driver (laughs) uh what did you guys real quick think of that movie uh the last duel good good segue point honestly because because it is really Scott and Adam Driver. Um, I was thoroughly invested in that film. I really enjoyed the performances. I liked how they spent the. It, it, you could feel the runtime, but it works because they send they they tell you three different chapters of three different spectrums of sides of the story. They it's like they they retell scenes, but it's in a different perspective. So one uh, like uh, Matt Damon's is like for the kids and then he makes the charge but in this and adam driver and um and john led the um i think that was his name Jacques um, yes okay um he was like um he was like yeah um i'm drawing a blank here but there was another time where he's like, he wasn't the one who did for the king. Some like some someone died on their side and they just rushed. Yeah. And then it, and then you have the truth of everything that happened. And I really I really like part I really like part three because it shows the true characters of the both of them. Yeah, that's what it was what I thought was really sweet was like it was interesting how uh Matt Damon's character saw himself and then how other people saw him. I thought that was really interesting. And then you get how uh, Jacques Legree saw himself versus how she saw him. So I was uh-huh. like, like the, the the telling of the three different stories I thought was very good and very interesting because they all sort of tied together. 
with you know people's perceptions of themselves and and uh the other people's reality of of what they are and like in in uh uh Karuja's, uh version he was a very loyal devoted husband yet in her version you see that he was actually really cold and distant so i thought that was just you know what i'm saying a really cool way just to really relay those those uh ideas and it's just a really thoughtful exploration of perception zach what about you yeah, I'd have to agree. Um, you know, overall, for me, I think the storyline was great. Um, but for me, periodicals are always kind of weird for me. So that was my one thing about this, because I'm not, when it comes to periodicals, it's just like, to me, I don't know. It's hard. It really has to be good for me to be invested. This movie definitely does that. Um, the The storytelling in this movie is phenomenal and I, I really do love the way like you guys are saying they're telling the three different stories and at the end it's the truth and you know you see Matt Damon's character and you know he thinks he's this prestigious person this upstanding guy and the truth is like he's just a jerk like you know there are several parts of that where where in her version it's like oh I just want a child from you it's like wow you know like it's like, no, he doesn't, he doesn't care about her. He just sees her as, oh, this is like, kind of like, oh, my property. Like, mm -hmm. like you're not a human being, like, you know, and the way that people treated her in the end and like how they actually talked to her and spoke to her, you know, and made her feel like the, like she was the problem. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, the ending was definitely my favorite part. Um, of that movie so with her story oh yeah and that fight scene was amazing oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was yeah. really really good really good action in that movie oh yeah dude that's that entire fight scene because like i i i'll be honest i just went to medieval times like last weekend for my uh my girlfriend and i's two-year anniversary and uh reminded me of the last duel not as intense as the last duel <laughs> the last duel's action was freaking intense yeah just that 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 thought process of you know if these guys battle to the death you know god decides the winner right and god decides who's telling the truth so like if you know what i'm saying if 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 legree had won then she was obviously lying which is like crazy and 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 so many people believe that and then Carouge won and they were immediately like oh you lied to us you know you get strung up like i was like i was like dang like but that's a weird way of uh believing people but like yeah and mm. that's why i think like that shot of her on the horse as they're leaving in victory is such a brilliant shot because it's like she's not happy you know so you can tell she's not happy it's just what she had to endure in order to get to that point is 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 very seen on her face uh but uh so we've been talking a bit about that but uh Real quick, I want to know your ratings for both The Last Duel and House of Gucci. Zach? Yeah, so House of Gucci, um, I gave it four stars. Um, I thought that, once again, all the performances were incredible. Um, the storyline itself and what the progression of Adam Driver's character, I loved it. Paolo, Jared Leto, man, you killed it. Um, I I love that character. I'm sorry. I, I really enjoyed him. Um, so yeah, for that reason, 
Um, I'm actually going to be giving this film four stars. Um, Last Duel, uh, the storytelling in that was just like phenomenal. Um, I would honestly give Last Duel 4.5 stars just because of the way the storytelling was. Um, it's, I only saw it once. It's been a minute since I've seen it. I did have a couple things to gripe about with it, but to be honest, um, it is a better film, hands down. I mean, the, the, it, it was it was on point. Nice. Brandon, what about you? I'm going to I'm gonna have to follow up with Zach. Um, I gave House of Gucci. I literally just had to look back at Letterboxd. I remember what I gave House of Gucci. I just couldn't remember what I gave last duel. House of Gucci is a solid four stars for me. Um, just the performances, storytelling, and everything is great. Paolo, um, while while I don't think anybody is worthy of like Oscar nominations, I can easily see hair and makeup, but um, there are other films that did hair and makeup better this year. So, but as far as the film itself goes, I loved it. Um, I was debating rewatching it this early other the other day, and then it, then time slipped away from me. So when it hits digital or like physical, I'm like, yeah, I'll pick it up or something. So. Um, it'll definitely be a rewatch for me. So, but right now I give House of Gucci a four stars. I love this movie. And then Last Duel, I also gave four stars. Um, storytelling was great. They didn't waste a minute of the runtime. They, I, I love how they just flesh out every single character. Um, shout out to the Cinema Chat. Donovan and Tyler didn't like it as much. Um, I don't see why. Because, <laughs> yeah. But like, it's funny because I put my review on Letterboxd. I'm like, I can easily see teachers asking students to bring in permission slips to watch this in their history British literature class. Because you, I can easily see this being used as like an education thing, as like a like a, as storytelling. Because it's it is based off of like a true like story that was told back in the day. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It's very uh, historically uh, connected and accurate of the time. Uh, I am giving Last Duel. Last Duel, I gave four stars to. I, I thought it was a tremendous film. Um, House of Gucci sits at a comfortable three stars for me, um, significantly down from, from this movie. Uh, just not, not really Scott's best. He, he has much better films, had a better film this year in The Last Duel. So uh, best of luck to everyone. Uh, it does look like Jared Leto's getting him, him some awards buzz, which is upsetting. Uh, <gasps> entirely, no way. Entirely That's... upsetting. Uh, and Jody Comer, who deserves awards buzz, is not receiving much. So that's also upsetting. So hopefully, if you've listened to this episode, you you go, we need to fix that. And, and we fixed it. Okay, appreciate that. <laughs> Jared, don't listen to Phoenix. You got you're getting recognition for a reason, man. See? <laughs> so uh real Get quick that dub. <laughs> real quick, let's go on to what's good, guys. What's good, what's good, what's good. What has been good for everybody this week? Uh, is there a film or something that you want to recommend to everyone out there listening? Brandon, kick us off. I don't know how much this film is talked about, but it got a four and a half star for me. I just recently watched IP Man or Ip Man. Mm. That movie was intense, bro. Mm -hmm. Dude, Donnie Yen, man. Mm. Oh my God. Him as like a martial artist? Mm -hmm. Sign me up for another. Oh, there's, wow, three, that there's was like good. three more. <laughs> like yeah, I know. 
I know. I hear like I hear Mike Tyson's in the third one. Nice, but dude, this film was great. Like you have the just the story itself was great. The action though, the choreography. How 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 I I don't know how they did it, especially with the camera work, man. Stunt cameras. Oh my god. So, but yeah, um, I what's good for me is that from this week is it, man. Gave it a four and a half star. Go check it out. Oh yeah. Zach, what about you? So I actually rewatch uh not not really that old, but an older movie for for me that I remember loving and I still love it. It's great. Uh it's Flight with Denzel Washington. Nice. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, <laughs> I rewatched it and I was like, wow, this this is still a phenomenal movie, like to be honest. Um, it basically follows um him as a pilot and the struggling he's an alcoholic and it talks about um you know kind of a crash landing and that's the whole thing throughout the movie and you know then they find that he's been you know drinking and stuff like that and the whole movie kind of follows that and that's all i'm going to say about it um because it's a really great movie and you should honestly go go and watch it for yourself if you haven't seen it, it it's it's great denzel does a phenomenal performance absolutely uh the, those are two incredible movies. I feel bad uh, that I don't have anything as good to recommend. But uh, I am going with the movie that uh, recently dropped on Netflix, um, which I think is is definitely worth a watch. Uh, it's a movie. It's Rebecca Hall's debut film, Passing, starring uh, Tessa Thompson and Ruth Negga. I think it is a tremendous film. It's shot in black and white. It is probably one of two films that I think deserves to be in black and white this year, despite how many we've had. Um, it is incredibly well acted. I can't stress that enough. It is incredibly well acted. Uh, beautiful, beautiful, really like just construction. The cinematography in this is amazing. Um, and the story I think is just really well done. And Ruth Nega kills, kills this role. It's incredible how good of an actress she is. So uh, I, I highly recommend it. If you haven't seen it, check it out passing it's on netflix right now give it a watch uh and that's everything that's good from us you got passing it man and flight listen you cannot go wrong anywhere in that lineup so please check those films out let us know what you thought and it is that time guys For film code Brandon, it was your code word this week, sir. Why don't you remind everybody what your code word was and all of your clues, please? All right, my code word was finger. I don't. Oh my god, I don't know if you guys can hear that thunder. Yeah, that was weird. Where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know. Um, my code word was finger. Um, it's the release year was between 1980 and 1990. Director has a film coming out this year that he's directing and an extra hint is they fly <laughs> any takers well actually in film code fashion zach is up first they can see him sighing and getting nervous over there <laughs> okay so guys i i really i really tried i, I just want to <laughs> say ahead of time i know i'm wrong for a fact i have looked so long to figure this one out um i mean 
the only clue that I'm going <laughs> to, I can give credit to is they fly. I'm going to say Top Gun just because it was released in 1986 and he, it, it's a flight movie. So I, yeah. I'm going to say Top Gun. That, 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 that's what I got from this. Uh, there, yeah, I, I, I looked a long time to try to figure this out. I, I really couldn't. I was stumped on this one. So I'm just going to say Top Gun. Phoenix? That might not be a bad guess. Hold on one second. <laughs> Wait a second. That was, that was a pretty decent guess. I wish I'd have thought of that. Hold on. And does he have a film coming out? Is he doing, is the same director doing? I, uh, I don't Maverick? believe, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> All right. But, it was in the 80s. It, yeah. It's about flight. <laughs> so I got I got two two of two of four. So who knows? Maybe. All right. So I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with what I had. So uh uh I got finger because in the poster for this film is a guy giving the finger, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> um the year is uh 1987. Uh your director uh, that I have is Peter Jackson, who also did who did the uh, Beatles Get Back documentary that dropped on Disney Plus recently. Um, so, uh, and I got They Fly because I guess they're aliens in this movie. I haven't seen it, but I, I hope I'm right. Um, and that movie is Bad Taste, uh, 1987. Uh, it's it's got to be like Peter Jack one of Peter Jackson's first films. It looks hideous. <laughs> <laughs> it looks hideous. It looks like it's very handheld style camera, um, you know, very, very 80s <laughs> type of direction. It looks super cheesy, but I, I'm actually excited to watch it. So I hope this is correct. <laughs> so I'm going with Bad Taste 1987, directed by Peter Jackson. All right, Brandon, lay it on us. Looks like you're overthinking it again. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, are, are you guys ready for the answer? Sure. Yes. <laughs> E.T., the extraterrestrial. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Steven Spielberg, West Side Story next week. Oh, my God. The bikes, they fly with the bikes. Of course. The fingers when E.T. lifts up his finger. I'll be right here. <laughs> I'm thinking this is some, like, I know I said Top Gun, but I, honestly, when I read the clues, I'm like, this has to be some obscure movie I've never heard about. <laughs> Zach, Zach, last night you were like, oh, because we were playing, we, we Zach and I went to a, like a, one of our coworkers' uh, birthday parties last night, and he was, and we played Cards Against Humanity, and Zach was like, I figured out your comedy, I know which one's yours, you don't have me figure it out, bro. <laughs> Unbelievable, I'm so mad that it was that easy, like, that it was It's such another a Ratatouille film. in the mask situation. Oh my god. E.T. Well, I have seen E.T., so I'm good on that on that front. I'll have to rewatch it, but unbelievable. <laughs> Zach, have you seen E.T.? Yes, I, I mean, I've seen it multiple times. I mean, how <laughs> have you not seen E.T.? Good <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, just disappoint me. We should be ashamed of ourselves. I am ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go home, guys, so... <laughs> Oh my God! Well, good good job on you, Brandon. I don't know how you keep slipping these these really should be obvious ones past us. Like you got some you got some strong code words there. Uh, strong? You call that strong? 
apparently no one got it so <laughs> i mean what what i mean to be honest like the word finger does not i mean i know it's a huge deal in ET, but yeah i first I, I don't think of a movie and go finger you know like <laughs> i don't think that way right. that's how that's how it gets us the code word is yeah. just, just misleading i great. love it i love it all right so i have your code word for next week guys and uh, I'm so excited to share it with you right now. So your new co-word starting this week is season. And your clues is from the year 2000 to 2010. Your lead actress was the star of a popular TV show. And your last clue is two of the writers on this project have worked together on every single project that they've done. Okay, hold on. When you say season, what season are we talking about? And also, Figure when you say out. when you say <laughs> when you season a popular TV show, is that a streaming service show or a cable TV show? Hey, Brandon, he will neither confirm nor, <laughs> nor deny. deny. <laughs> okay, hold on. No, 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 no. I, I neither confirm nor deny if the director already released a film this year. Because if I said yes, they would have been like, oh. Steven Spielberg next week. No, <laughs> we clearly didn't. <laughs> but you will be able to figure it out as long as you can figure out. I will I will give you this. If you can figure out the answer to your first question, you will have the answer to your second question. There you go. <laughs> so once again, your cohort is season clues 2000 to 2010. Lead actress was a star of a popular TV show and two of the writers on this film have worked together on every single project. All right. Oh, wait, wait. Does that mean I get a point tonight? Today? Because no, you, you got we talked about this. Well, we talked about this. Where, or if you guys get it wrong, if everyone gets it wrong, I get a point. Nope, I don't recall that. <laughs> Liar. Liar. All right, we gotta get up out of here, guys. Brandon, let everybody know where they can find you, sir. Um, and in current time of posting, uh, Spider-Man is not out and I'm taking a social media break. So as far as Twitter goes, nothing. As far <laughs> as Letterboxd goes, you can, you can find me at F-A-N-T-A-S-M-I-C ears on Twitter and Letterboxd is Phantasmic Ears. Shoot, I said Twitter and Letterboxd. Phantasmic <laughs> Ears on Letterboxd. Go check me out over there. See what I'm watching. All right. Zach, where can everybody find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter at Zach Sneath. Uh, it is Z-A-C-H-S-N is in Nancy, E-A-T-H, Zach Sneath. And on Letterboxd, you can find me at Z Sneaks. All right. And my name is Phoenix Cloud. And guys, you can find me on Twitter at IMHOReviews1. That's the number one. And on Letterboxd under P-A Clouden. And as always, please follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Film Code Pod, and we will see you guys all next week. We are out of here. Peace. Peace.